Welcome to Hey Babe, Conquer Your World. Um, super excited to get this going. Um, honestly, not going to lie, I'm a little nervous. But um, shout out to that intro uh, and for Prince making it for us. It's super awesome. Yes, Prince. Thank you so much. A little bit about this podcast, guys. We're going to, this first episode is going to be more us sharing our stories, how we met, and what we envision our podcast to be. So, with that being said, Catherine, tell us about you. Hello, everyone. Oh my gosh. I won't lie. I'm a little bit nervous too, but um, this podcast is going to display our growth. And this is just one part of it. So, conquering those fears is huge. Um, so a little bit about me, I am 27 years old. I live in Asheville, North Carolina. Um, springtime is here. I'm totally loving it. I am a wife. I am a mother to two children. I have a five-year-old and a nine-month-old little boy. Um, love that so much. So yeah, I, you know, I have a big story and I think I just want to start by saying that I was born into poverty. And when I look back on the way that I was brought up, I always knew that I wanted to do things differently than my mom did it when I was when I was growing up. So um, throughout high school, I didn't really go to school as much as I should have. I kind of slacked off. I ran the streets. I partied a lot. You know, I think that's like normal in my generation anyway. Um, so as far as career-wise goes, I went back, I got my GED, and I decided I wanted to help people. So I got into school for human resources, and I'm like, okay, you know, I'm going to work in this human resources department, and I'm going to help all these people with problems. I, I don't really remember what the vision was, but I get into college, um, I get full scholarship, I have a 4.0 GPA, <clears throat> and then I go to an internship. And a long story short, I realized after several hours um, that that was not my passion. So that's kind of where my self-discovery journey uh, begins. So at that time, I met someone named Blake. Blake is my daughter's father. Um, and the lifestyle that we lived was not in alignment with college. And so anyway, we go out, we have fun, we party, and then we find out we're pregnant. And so I was 20, I believe when I found out I was pregnant and I had my daughter at 21. Um, and you know, this part is a little scary to tell, but it really does define who I am today. Um, my daughter's father was an active drug user. He, he didn't only use one thing. He used all sorts of drugs and partied and had fun with his friends. And so when it was time to settle down and take care of this baby and have this baby, he was still doing all the same things. Um, and I didn't care. So I had a C-section. 
Um, he had picked a favorite drug of pain medication, opiates. That's probably not new to a lot of folks, but um, I had my C-section. I came home, the doctor gave me prescription for pure Percocet and I took it because I was in pain and long story short, again, I ended up addicted to opiates. And so all my life, like all the way back looking at my mom, um, which has struggled with alcoholism her entire life or all the life that I, I know her and the rest of my family having drug issues, um, I always prided myself on the fact that I never got sucked into that. And so when I was 21 and I was addicted to pain medication, it totally just stopped my world clock. I'm like, you know, nothing else matters but this. And I could finally understand the mind of an addict, right? Like nothing else matters but fixing your body. So that was my life for about nine months. Um, and then I made the decision, he and I together made the decision that that wasn't the life we wanted to live. So we both went to rehab and we got sober and I have now been sober for about six years and it hey. feels really, really good. Thank you. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. That again, it really defines, it defines where I have been. I don't know. So anyway, um, even after getting sober, um, Blake has now passed away. And so life has been, you know, really up and down. My mom was diagnosed with cancer. COVID happened. I didn't have a place in this world. I had really, really good jobs, high paying jobs. And then I would quit and then I would start something and then I would quit. And so my daughter goes to start kindergarten and the thought crosses my mind that like, oh my gosh, dude, on the day that you like bring your parents to school, and you tell what you do for a living, like, I don't have a career, what am I supposed to be doing? Right. And so I get into cryptocurrency. Um, <clears throat> it was an online thing, and there were no jobs open, and I could do it from home. And I had this big vision of everything I was going to do. And looking back on that, it was a really rough go. But the best thing about it was that I met someone that introduced me to my now mentor. And that is when my entire life changed. So that's kind of where this podcast begins in a way, because Logan and I, she'll tell her story and kind of how she and I have met. But when I discovered the power of my mind and I discovered that the reality I had been living for all of my adult years, I was creating, I was able to turn that and make everything change. So I started with a mentor about seven months ago um, with my current mentor about three and a half months ago. And when I started with her, I had an eviction notice. I was dead broke. I was miserable. The energy in my house was off. And within three and a half months, I've now turned my income to about $15,000 a month. I've made that consecutively for two months now. I'm living in my passion. I am coaching people to reach their highest potential. Um, I am studying every day. I have a routine. I'm teaching my daughter how to show gratitude. And really, everything in my life is, has just completely changed for the better. And again, 
that is my passion for being here is because I want to share my story and I want to share my journey and share what I'm learning so that you all can implement it into your lives and see major transformation. So I think that's where I want to leave it. That's in a nutshell who I am and where I come from. Um, Logan has a phenomenal story and I think it's very miraculous how she and I have connected and gotten together. But Logan, tell us a little bit about you, love. I can't wait to hear it. Hi again. Okay. First off, I just want to say that I am so proud of you for being so open and honest on this. Um, growth girl, seriously, like, yeah, so thank you. Um, you're welcome. But, uh, okay. So a little bit about me, I live in the big old city of Dallas, Texas. Um, it's big, really big. If you don't know where Dallas is, um, it's honestly overwhelmingly big. But um, I live in a apartment with my boyfriend and I am a dog mom. So I have a cute little fur baby named Ellie. Um, a little bit about me and my past. So um, three years ago, wow, it's crazy to even say it's been three years, but three years ago, I was nowhere near the person I am today. I weighed I think the highest I ever weighed was like 314 pounds, 320 something. Wow. Um, and honestly, I struggled with addiction too. Um, mine wasn't, you know, opiates like you, Catherine, but it, I think addiction is addiction, you know, and my yep. food addiction. So um, it, it made me feel good and it, it's crazy to even think about it now, but it, I mean, it happens and there's so many people out there that struggle with all sorts of addictions, but, um, so yeah, I was, um, addicted to food and it just kind of turned into like this spiral of, you know, people made fun of me or people, you know, I was never enough because of my weight, or I couldn't do this because of my weight, or I didn't look like her. So I couldn't do it. And it just, mm -hmm. it just gradually got worse. And at this um, time of my life, I lived in Midland, Texas, which is way like West Texas, nothing out there to do, but party and um, honestly, nothing good. I was going to college. I remember I withdrew and didn't even tell my parents and was still acting like I was going to school. Um, finally, they found out, but um, I was working in an oil field company eight to five, um, and serving on specific days of the week. So I had money to go out the other days of the week and it was a tiring, miserable life. And I knew I needed a change. So I actually called up my cousin and I'm like, Hey, can you take me an alien? Because I gotta, I gotta get out of here and I gotta change my life. Right. And so she did, she took me in, um, moved here. And honestly, it, the first couple months, it got worse. Um, I knew no one. So all I was doing was working and going to the bar to drink. And, um, then I would get Jack in a box or Whataburger after, and it was just a downhill spiral so bad. And I remember one day I was on Facebook and I was like, scrolling and I saw this thing for a gastric sleeve. And so I looked into it and I was like, oh my gosh, my parents would never let me like never. But mm -hmm. I remember calling my mom and I was like, 
mom, I got something to tell you. And I want you to just listen before you react. And I told her, I was like, I want to have a gastric sleeve. And she was like, are you kidding me? And just hung up the phone. And yeah. And I remember being so sad, but I thought that was my answer. Right. I thought that if I could change the way I look to the world, all my problems would be solved. Boy, was I wrong. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But, um, so anyways, a couple months later, I ended up having the gastric sleeve and honestly, even though, um, it didn't change me whole completely, it changed a lot in my life. And, even before I really dive, dove, dove, it's dove, dove (laughs) into, um, uh, personal development. I, I was a, I was a hundred times better. I mean, I was carrying myself differently. I ended up losing, um, to this day, I've lost 192 pounds. Whoa. That's so good. Logan. I know. Um, and it changed in the fact that I, um, I carried myself different to the world. I didn't carry myself different to me, but the world, I guess, quote unquote, accepted me. Right. And Mm -hmm. so of course, when you start getting accepted and the world starts looking at you different, things do start changing, but they don't change wholeheartedly. Um, And then, so that's when, after that, I decided I was going to be a paralegal because I too knew that I wanted to help change lives, right? I wanted to help change people. I wanted to help people stop. My my dream was to always help people stop hating themselves because I lived that life for so long. And it's just, it's exhausting. And I knew I wanted to help change anyone in everyone's life. And at first Mm -hmm. I thought I was going to do that by being a nurse. And I actually experienced um, my sister's puppy passed away in our home and it, it haunted me. And I was like, if a dog passed away, there's no way I'm going to deal with a human. So I decided to go the paralegal route. And I thought, you know, helping people, people that need a lawyer, are going through one of the toughest times of their life, right? Like no one needs Mm -hmm. a lawyer whenever they're happy and, or when they're not battling something that's hurtful, you know? And so I was like, Oh, can, I can be that support for, you know, people that are needing lawyers. And so I was working and well then COVID hit and I lost my job and I dove into um, the same thing Catherine did, uh, cryptocurrency. It is, you know, online social networking. And I actually did um, really beautiful in it. Um, I ended up making a six-figure income in less than four months. And at that point is when, you know, people started reaching out and they were like, you know, teach me how you work your business. Um, and then I started getting the questions of why are you not a life coach? Like, why are you not coaching people? And so that's when I was like, aha, that's what I'm going to do to help people. You know, like it just clicked. And, um, so I dove into a business with one of my friends and we got our life, uh, coaching certifications and it just, it didn't fit like what I'm in now fit. Right. And we ended up closing the business and long story short, I was devastated. I was so heartbroken, but at the perfect time, the same, or 
I think it's the same mentor, Catherine, that, or yeah, they introduced me to my mentor now. And they told me like, Hey, she's doing a five-day manifestation, um, workshop. Like you should join it. And I was Mm -hmm. like, I don't even manifesting is what is that um but I was like you know what I'm in a really low place right now in my mind so let me let me do this mm-hmm. and the first day on there like because even talking up with Catherine um Catherine was my advisor through this process I was very um like cut off like I didn't really give her very much information I was so like heartbroken I didn't really talk much Um, But the first day of this, this workshop, I remember sitting at my computer and just bawling because I just, I felt it. I was connected and I was like, this is what I want to do. This is what I want to be like. This is, this is it. And I dove in head first and it's literally, I've only been in, I think maybe almost two months. I think we're coming Mm -hmm. up on two months and it's literally completely changed my life the way I think. And that is where I'm at today. And like Catherine said, this is kind of why we, um, envisioned this podcast, um, to help change what teach you guys, what we're learning. Um, because we know it, we know it changed our life. So we want to change lives too. Absolutely. Logan, your story is so impressive. And I think, you know, it's, really cool that you and I connected when we did and that we have very different past experiences and we're able to use mindset and personal development to relate to each other and to change, you know, just to change the course of our lives. So congratulations on that. You're very inspirational, the way that you're able to maintain your weight. And, you know, I I have a question though. I just want to ask a question. So I know that when I first got into all of this, I didn't understand what self-image was. So mm-hmm. when you say that you physically losing weight, and it's it's really the same thing with me, like me not being an active drug user made me acceptable to the world. Mm-hmm. And you losing weight made you acceptable to the world. But can you touch a little bit on what it means to be acceptable to yourself? Like, where are you now with that? I mean, so yeah, that's a good question. Um, So self-image is like, you know, yourself. And I guess, you know, talking about how the world accepted us because we weren't those things anymore, I guess in quote, like quote unquote, like that was our world image, right? You know, like the world accepted us then, but your self-image, like it, it has so much to do with the way you think, the way you see yourself, the way, um, like just the way you believe in yourself. And I can't tell you how many times, like even losing, you know, 192 pounds, like I still would look in the mirror and I could still see like the big girl, I could still see the miserable girl. And, you know, the, all the books I'm reading, especially when I'm reading psycho cybernetics right now. And they talk about how, you know, just because you have surgery to change your physical appearance, it, it doesn't change who you are. And so many people in this world now, like, I mean, people are, and I was one of them, right? I was quick to take a surgery to change. Cause I thought that was going to fix all my problems. And it, it doesn't like you, 
I still saw myself as the miserable Logan before the, the woman that couldn't do anything that never finished anything that didn't succeed. And I didn't start changing the way I thought and saw myself until I dove into my personal development and recreating my self image. And it, it's tough, like not even going to lie. It was very emotional, but in where I'm sitting today and even talking here on with you, like the way I see myself and the way I feel and believe in myself is completely different. And since from before to now, I didn't have no surgery. I just fixed my, fixed myself. And like, I think that's so important to know, especially if anyone's listening that, you know, is struggling with weight or is struggling with drug abuse, or, I mean, anything that is hindering you from being your highest self, like, it, it doesn't take surgery. It doesn't take, um, altering like who you are. All it, it takes is thinking differently of yourself. Yes. Yeah. I want to touch on, um, just piggyback off of you there. So <clears throat> in the book, psycho cybernetics by Maxwell Maltz, I highly suggest everyone read it. He discovers that, um, just, you know, like Logan said, just by changing your, your physical appearance or something on the outside, your outer self image is the way that you walk, talk, dress, the way that you greet other people. Um, and we're going to go into self image in a couple later episodes, because really it's the foundation to your success. Your, your inner dialogue is your success mechanism. And it has been proven. It is a universal law that you cannot and will not perform higher than you believe that you can. You will not ever outperform um, who you think you are on the inside. So really, I just love that. Um, and, and honestly, I think I'm just now while sitting here recording this, putting, you know, putting this together that the transformation you and I have both made independently and together really started from discovering our inner dialogue and who we thought we were and then making a decision to change that. So mm-hmm. anything, again, for anyone listening, if you're wondering like, well, how do I figure out who I am? And, and, and like, what does this mean? Just think on this. In the world, there are two types of truths. Um, there are relative truths, and then there are absolute truths. So an absolute truth is that no matter what, you will have to abide by gravity's law, right? There is gravity. The sun comes up, the sun goes down, the tide goes in, the tide goes out. Anything that is not an absolute truth can be changed. Mm -hmm. And when you really understand that, that is the part, that was my aha moment in my, in my journey. When I realized that, wow, I'm living life on everyone else's terms. I'm not the star of my own movie. I can literally change. I can decide to change anything about me. That's not an absolute truth. So that for me was like, that was huge. Yeah, I I definitely agree. I mean, and especially like, you know, we're all born perfect, right? And somehow throughout this world, whether it be, you know, your parents, your um, external physical world, whatever the case may be, you started thinking differently that you're not perfect. And that's how we develop the thoughts that we have. And like you said, those can be changed. And it's just like, like you said, I mean, it's an aha moment to think that everything I've thought in my life before isn't true, even though I thought it was true, you know? Yeah. The thought didn't even belong to you. It came from an external source. Right. And that 
that's how we've developed how we think is not even because I came up with it because the world around me came up with it and I started to believe it. And that to me was like, wow, like, wait, Mm -hmm. what? I didn't even think of that thought, you know, (laughs) the world gave it to me. And that's, I mean, it's just crazy to think of everything you can do and everything you can accomplish by doing one thing. And it's changing what you think of yourself, you know? Yep. Absolutely. Well, I'm excited for our upcoming podcast so we can dive really deep into um, self-image and all the parts that go into it. Because again, I'll say it a hundred times, we are here to make an impact on somebody. So I know that there's someone out there that is struggling with a self-image that wants better for themselves. And that's what we're here to do. Yes, I am so excited for this as well. And I really think that um, us coming together is going to be so powerful. And I know that people are going to be touched by this. Um, I'm just super excited. Yay, me too. Well, Logan, do you have anything else? That was that was me. That was me in a nutshell. And your story is amazing. Um, No, I think kind of people can probably pick on how we how we met um, through the same mentor. Um, Mm -hmm. but I don't know where I was going with that. (laughs) (laughs) I don't either. Anyways, you get it. Um, ah, you get it. Um, (laughs) we met to, through the same mentor and we've decided to run together and change lives. Yeah, absolutely. If anyone out there is like, oh, I want to do a podcast one day. I don't know about you, Logan, but I've been wanting to do a podcast for years, but I just never, never had the confidence to start. So the fact that we're here and that we both had a passion and we're on a Zoom one day and Logan's like, do you want to do a podcast with me? I'm like, well, heck yeah, I want to do, you know, I don't know. The, The universe brings you things right when you're ready. So I'm happy to be here and I can't wait to get our next one rolling. Yes, I know. Um, oh, Logan, I, why, yeah. do, why don't you tell them when and how frequently we're going to be coming here? Oh, yeah. Okay. So um, we are going to be rolling out episodes every Wednesday and Friday. Um, so two times a week, um, we're going to have different topics, all things mindset, um, self-image and manifestation. Uh, we're also going to be throwing in um a few bonus ones. Not really sure when we're going to do that yet, but they're going to be like bonus um, meditations and visualizations. Super excited about those. Yes, me too. And this is super new. It's still very new, but Logan and I are working together to get our Facebook page up. So you all can come find us there um, and we can, you know, chit chat, connect. Yes, totally agree. Um, I do know that the next episode is going to be all things manifestation. I'm so excited for that one. Yeah, me too. We'll be going over the full process um, because I know there's a lot of different coaches and podcasts and videos and books and all the things, but Logan and I, our mentor is mentored by Bob Proctor. Um, I don't know if that name rings a bell, but he is number one in the world for mindset and personal development as far as, you know, uh, mentorship and coaching. And he was mentored by the top level, elite level mindset and personal development coaches like Earl Nightingale. Um, and, oh, I just forgot his name, Earl Nightingale and 
Neville Goddard. Yeah. Oh, there it is. I know. I I was like, it's an in, it's an in. (laughs) Yeah. So we're literally packing out over 200 years of knowledge through this podcast. So yeah, next time we'll go over the full process. Um, When you read all these books, it's the same in every single book. So it's a proven system. It works for every person every time. Yes. So excited. Okay. Other than that, well, um, you guys tune in. The next one will be Wednesday. Um, and so tune in for all things manifestation. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next time. Bye, you guys.